Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Enterprise Mobility Insights Outlook podcast. I'm Gina Daniel-Lee, Vice President of Strategic Alliances and Partnerships here at Stratix. Today, we're talking about the hot topic of supply chain. We've had a couple of conversations around this, but it is so relevant right now that we thought we would explore another angle on our podcast today. These issues are impacting everyone from buying a car to buying groceries, et cetera, and supply chain issues are all around us. So our focus today will be on how digital and mobile tools can help us during this crazy time. Today, we are joined by Bobby Feeney, Enterprise Sales Executive at Honeywell, specifically focused on their FarEye solution. Bobby is a wealth of knowledge in the intelligent delivery management space, and I'm really excited to have him join us today. Hi, Bobby. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Gina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I appreciate the invite. No problem. Let's start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Honeywell. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm located in Atlanta, Georgia, and like you mentioned, I work for Honeywell as a software sales executive. I primarily support the East Coast uh, as well as formerly supporting the Canada marketplace. Really excited times at the Honeywell side of the house as we look to expand into additional software offerings like the FARI supply chain visibility tool set we'll talk about today. Uh, I've been uh, all throughout the business in both telecom, te- uh, telematics, and, and now back at Honeywell. So I, I do believe I bring a wide array of knowledge to this conversation. Good stuff. Let's dig into our topic. So first up, what do you see as the causes of our current supply chain woes? Absolutely. That's a great question. I think it's really two or threefold if you break it down. First and foremost, the death of the malls, right? That's been going on for many years, as we've all heard about, as things have shifted to e-commerce. Then you combine in COVID, and that really impacted the e-commerce world uh, tremendously. And that's really created what I would call the perfect storm constraining that supply chain. Uh, Not to mention that what we've heard about with the semiconductor shortage, um, as well as some other shortages that are being experienced, all that is going in place, causing this mass confusion, if you will, in the supply chain world. And it's it's a really a big problem that I think there are solutions to help expedite. Yeah, you mentioned perfect storm. It's kind of an imperfect perfect storm, right? <laughs> Do you see any light at the end of this tunnel? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As as what I would say is the COVID impact begins to reside, and maybe there's a little bit more um, understanding or or um, insights that where that's ending. That's definitely going to help uh, reduce some of the woes. But to be completely transparent, I do believe a high volume um, of what the demand is like is going to continue, and the reason being. That is how a lot of the, uh, I would believe, shoppers, e-commerce um, businesses are taking their 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 business forward, and that's really creating what I think is more of a digital transformation in the market. And with that comes adaptation to that stance. And I, I do believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but it might not be going back to what they call the normal, but adopting to the new normal and really executing at a higher level. If that makes sense, Gina. It does make sense, and and I think the. Consumer expectations have changed since the beginning of the pandemic, with e-commerce seeing a huge bump. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So every 
every CEO, every me and you, every person has most likely bought from some of those big brands um, that kind of experience that Amazon effect or maybe that Uber-like effect, right? That Mm e-commerce impact is being driven um, to every sort of business that parallels those. Uh, So in regards to uh, the expectations, now people are sitting remotely and and asking the question, where is my package? Where is my parcel? Where is my person or work order? And that's really being pulled into uh, the discussion of why why are users leaving that business because they got a better experience elsewhere. So that's a really driving a change kind of around that Uber-like effect as well as that Amazon-like effect um, to create this this monumental shift in the e-commerce world. Um, did that address your question, Gina? I want to make sure. It did. Exactly. It was perfect. And, and how and how does having true visibility into all points of your supply chain impact this? And, and why is that important? Yeah, so I'll start with the why is it important. I think every business decision uh, is important you to have as much data as possible, right? So the end users, they're not just me and you waiting for a package. They're also businesses waiting for raw goods and materials and have a workforce on the floor, right? So if they're having a delay and they don't have true visibility into that, the, the broader question is what is that impacting their business, Gina? And frankly, can businesses afford to have a four-hour delay and not know about it and pay that workforce for four hours? The answer may be yes. The answer also may be no. But we're giving them that additional data into that to better understand and make changes as that continuous data is being fed to say, okay, it's not four hours anymore. It's three hours. Let's put out a a note to the team, right? Or let's ask for some people to receive in early, or let's get the loading docks cleared, or just the me and you, hey, you know, (laughs) that's perfect. I have to leave in an hour anyway. So an hour earlier is giving me that additional time to go grab my package. Um, So it's really valuable. It's all about data. Right. And that's what I think is the, the important takeaway, if, if I may. No, I think that's important, too. And I think you're spot on. What are some of the benefits of supply ch- of having supply chain visibility? Oh, wow. So uh, the first one that always comes to mind is is customer NPS. We all know that customer NPS or net promoter score has normally a monetary value. You and, a, you and I, Gina, may not know what that is for for any business, but I'm sure that business knows what does one bad review mean, right? What kind of revenue loss? So that's always the first one. Uh, uh, Secondly, uh, better analytics and understanding uh, of operational input. So what I mean by that is if I'm the consumer using this tool set to better understand, I'm going to have an improvement in efficiencies. And that improvement efficiencies is can result in things like better miles per gallon, right? Uh, better utilization, all right. Better optimization of that route, so you're getting more routes per day. Everything that is essentially eliminating that cost that may be tied into uh, uh, excessive utilization or uh, bad miles per gallon, if you will, for delivery, and, and increasing increasing that revenue and revenue recognition with deliveries made per day, right? So, in, in a nutshell, it's it's really helping improve the efficiencies customer experience um and ultimately that end end users uh uh, operational efficiencies and that's really where you get this tertiary play i like to say um that's really impactful 
Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're spot on. And let's talk a little bit about the mobile device and digital tools. How can these help to really improve supply chain visibility? Yeah, absolutely. So the power of uh, of this software is uh, it could ride on on mobile devices to pull this this key critical information, right? So beyond having a, a Stratix powered device, right, a Honeywell Stratix device out in the lab, we're actually able to pull that data, that telemetry, that information that is going through the supply chain. And that is a relaying to the customer where it is. Is it picked? Is it packed? And then also, is it in transit with that ETA? So that is giving us the baseline of our communication. But of course, we can combine other different data sets. So um, if there's other information out there, whether it's news, um, whether it's a, what we call a, t a GPS or telematics device, we can input all this information and, and really make it even that much more data filled, I would say, uh, and really helps drive that communication downstream, if you will. But the backbone of that is having that mission critical software paired with a mobile device that's going to empower for you to correctly understand and read uh, what's coming across your desk. I hope that addressed your question, Gina. Did I miss the ball there? No, not at all. Um, you know, recently, or not so recently, but in, in the last, you know, couple of years, Honeywell's teamed up with FarEye. I would say timing was perfect um, as the need for supply chain visibility has become more and more important. Tell me a little bit about the uh, FarEye solution. Yeah, really excited about that, Gina. So I'm glad you asked. It's it's a great tool set that is is catching a lot of a lot of the, the competition by a storm. The best way I always describe uh, how Honeywell, powered by FarEye, could really work for your business is a moment an order is entered, whether online via e-commerce, whether through um, a phone call in, however that order is captured, uh, both the company taking in that order, right as well as the receiver are going to have full visibility through the supply chain. And what I mean by that is they're going to understand that order has been received. They're going to understand that order has been picked, it's been packed, it's out for delivery. And then truly they're going to understand whether it's an end consumer or another business where that parcel package, raw goods, or that person is through transit. So they're going to know how to properly and um, I would say efficiently base their movements and needs on that route right so what i mean at its core is you're now going to know that delivery is 3 p.m you can have a loading dock clear you can have your workers in-house or leave early come back what have you and make that proper operational decision to make sure you are maintaining that that necessary status quo uh, of doing business and not just bleeding revenue uh, excuse me bleeding a uh, uh, cash right by having people static on the floor so at its core, it's really giving you that visibility, like I mentioned, from the moment that order enters all the way towards um, that end point where it's, it's end stop, it's end delivery. And that is really providing a lot of mission critical data sets that are allowing everyone in the supply chain to make better educational and informed decisions on how they should, should manage their business. What a powerful solution. Thanks for that insight. So as we're wrapping up here, are there any other tips that you would have for companies looking to improve supply chain visibility or even the quality of delivery services overall? Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's very simple, right? 
get educated, reach out to to anyone on this call. We're more than happy to give you insightful um, discussions and points to look at, but it's here to stay, right? And the key takeaway that I like to mention is there's there's a need out there, and you want to be able to meet that need to continue having that supreme customer interaction, that supreme customer support, and you don't get flagged as somebody that's failing to do so. So I would say uh, the sooner the better for everyone to start learning and, and recognizing where there is to improve because it's only going to get much more aggressive, um, and you don't want to be left behind in that dust. That's great advice. Bobby, thanks so much for that. So if you've listened to our podcast at all, you know that I like to end with a little fun, um, some rapid fire questions if you're game. Yeah, I'm always, hit me. All right. So um, the, the place that you would want to travel, and this is for fun, of course. Yeah, for fun. You're going to have to do uh, Barcelona, Spain for me. I went there once, absolutely loved it. Food, the beer, the sun, it was fun. Spain is a great place. I think I agree with you there. So are you a texting or talking person? Oh, I'm a texting. I get so many calls nowadays for work. I think it's best to text. And that's kind of what uh, I think everyone's used to, if I, if I may. I, I think you're right. So last <laughs> one, sunrise or sunset? This is tough. I don't really have a strong opinion on that. I would guess I I, I would guess sunrise because I'm I'm up mostly earlier and I go to I go to bed uh, very early so that's probably the one I catch the most. So you're an early bird. I go yeah. quite the opposite. I'm a night owl. <laughs> um, so Bobby, thanks so much for joining me today. Great information. I really liked having you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much, Gene. I appreciate you and the Stratix team. Hey, listeners, thank you again as well for tuning in. If you liked what you've heard and would like more information or would like to sign up for future episodes, please visit stratixcorp.com slash podcast to subscribe. We'd also love it if you would rate and leave a review for any podcast that you've listened to. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, goodbye. <laughs>